As always, we are brought to you by The Cover. You can find them at thecover.com.au or thecover.au on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and just wherever you find good podcasts. But what's this lawnmower thing? Well, first off, my friend, the Lawnmower 4.0. This trimmer is the future of grooming, and I dare say the greatest ball trimmer ever. The fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents, and thanks to a, to their advanced skin safe technology, the Lawnmower 4.0 is waterproof and also has a 4000K LED spotlight in case you need a more precise shave. Jeez, I wish I had this the other day. Oh, that sounds awesome. Can I use it in the shower? I won't get electrocuted or anything. Mate, because the trimmer is waterproof, you can say goodbye to the mess on the bathroom floor. Oh, jeez. Oh, again, wish I could have used this last week. But wait, you thought that was good, and you want to take your grooming game even further to the next level? The Performance Package 4.0 also includes the Weed Whacker Nose and Ear Hair Trimmer. That helps reduce nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate nose holes. Jeez, that'll help with this hideous monstrosity of a moustache I've got on my face right now. I'll tell you what will also help, mate. Their Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner will change the way you approach your hygiene routine. Trust me when I say this, your balls will thank you. Yeah, I can't wait to give that a crack. i got some pretty stinky balls. <laughs> well, Manscaped even threw in two free gifts in their Performance Package 4.0. The Manscaped Boxes and Shed Travel Bag. Bring your comfort and boxes to another level. It's time to take care of yourself, so go to manscaped.com and get 20% off plus free shipping with your code, 5th and D. That's 5-T-H-N-D. Welcome back to the fifth and dribble podcast. You're sitting here with your boys, Matty B and Locke. Bonus episode vibes. Locke, how are you going? You all right? I'm good, man. We've survived technical issues. We've survived floods, Bro, rains, it. everything, mate. Technical issues. I'm fucking, I'm over it. I'm honestly, I'm so over it. Like it's just left, right and center. But we finally got here. The brain's trust behind Rugby League Live 5, the Instagram page that is taken the Rugby League community by a storm. Alex, how are you, my guy? You doing all right? I'm good. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I'm uh, keen, keen to chat some footy. Yeah, fucking love it. It's so good. Bro, you, I just want you to know that you have tickled fifth and dribble to its core. We love gaming. We love rugby league. We love rugby league live. You've just, as soon as your page popped up, we were like, fuck me. We've got to get this guy on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look, I, I feel like I'm my own biggest fan. Like I, I <laughs> honestly just do it because I, I find it so fun. And when people message me going, oh, mate, like it looks like, Oh, can I do something similar to this? Like, I know it's your idea. Like, mate, no, it's not my idea. Just go for it. It's so much fun. You'll love doing it. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, what was the? Uh, I mean, obviously, rugby league live probably runs deep to your core. What was the inspiration behind the page? I used to do kind of stuff like this back in high school, and I remember even when I started this page, my best mate saying, uh, I'm, "I'm not even like at all surprised you came up with something like this and started doing this because I remember yeah. you doing stuff like this back in the day." Yeah, we used to make like our own FIFA cards, not rugby league specifically, but would edit cards and put our faces on it and stuff back in Indonesia in grade 10 um, at the back of the class. So, yeah, I always had a, I always knew how to do it, but I never really clicked. And then I remember I I bought Rugby League Life 4 again at the start of this year. 
on mm. PS5. And I was like, oh, this is great fun. But, you know, 2017 was when that came out. So we're pretty due. And then I just started giving, when I was updating the rosters in the game and making my own ratings, I was like, oh man, this is actually a lot of fun. Like I really love the kind of admin side of it all and looking at all the stats and working out what rating they should all be. I found that really fun. And I was, yeah. I remember back to those days of me making those cards. I was like, oh, yeah, I should, maybe if I just chucked a few of those online, it'd be good fun to see what other people think. And then it kind of grew from there. Brian Blossoming, you're on a couple of podcasts now, so it's, it's all happening. Yeah, it kind of just exploded, didn't it? I think it shows the appetite that everyone's got for a fifth rugby league game, doesn't it? Everyone's keen for it. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of that, that's a big push of the whole account, and people ask why I did it. Uh, a lot of it is because I think there is a big market for it out there, and if they actually made the game with proper features and, and proper support, then they would make a ton of money from it. I think so too, man. And I'm sure uh, an end goal for yourself would be to kind of be picked up and help with that project. I think that's what, what everyone in the community would love too. Oh, I'll take what I can get. But yeah, if any any game developers listening, I am available for a consulting <laughs> role. We're, we're available too if you need yeah. We're not quite as good as him, but we'll give it a crack. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, how quick the page has grown. You've definitely hit on a few different styles of card. What's been the most fun to do besides kind of the, the standard full rating card? Um, oh, I like the future stars card because in game yeah. and, and the career mode and stuff like that, that every player should have a set potential. And, you know, sometimes they hit it. Sometimes they don't, sometimes they can go over. And I like the future star cards I've released. I've only released Sam Walker and Jeremiah Nanai, but it comes out with the overall of what I think their potential in game would be. Yeah. So Nanai's was a 90, Sam Walker an 89. And I'm, I think I'm going to do a few more of those. Those are pretty fun to me. Yeah, yeah like 100%. Those. Bro, as soon as Jeremiah and Nana came out fucking at 90, I was bricked <laughs> up. I was absolutely bricked up. myself, I was like, man, I am so keen for this young buck. Four and a half million over, what is it, five or six yeah, years? It's worth it, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of coin. It's a lot of coin. Yeah. At least they're learning after the whole Taumalolo experience. Don't give 10 million for 10 years. <laughs> Because you don't know where that just get five over five. Well. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I, I I will say one of the ones I really love is the out of position ones. Yeah, those ones are really fun to look at. And when people put ideas in, like Greg Marge, you at prop and stuff, I would love seeing those ones. Yeah, those ones are, are pretty good fun as well. I like doing them not just the standard. Because like, most people were guessing, because I put up a thing that if you guess all four positions, I'll show you the cards before anyone else. And yeah, I want to say 95% or more of the guesses for Ben Hunt and Latrell were hooker and center. Yeah. Uh, the whole thing is like, it's not just a standard old position or, or you know, positions they play in quite regularly. It's stuff that they could potentially play or you wouldn't think about normally. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. A tertiary position. Yeah. Yeah. Love a tertiary position. I mean, and you see that stuff like I've seen. Obviously, some of your posts, the inspo behind it being like NBA 2K and stuff like that. Like, we're we're huge 2K merchants, and when they do their out of position stuff, like five 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 Isaiah Thomas or five eleven Isaiah Thomas at the center, and give him like yeah. ninety nine rebounds, yeah, yeah. and like and like eighty nine Bert, and just yeah. like absolutely skying over people, yeah. and then getting up and blocking Rudy Gobert. Like, it's just the it's the funniest concept just to see shit like yeah. that happen. But I mean, in 2K, when they do it, it's because the game's dead and they need a little bit of fucking refinement. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it is what it is. Um, all right. Well, you have told us that um, you know you've you've been a frequenter of the show, and we really appreciate that. But um, we want you. We want to kind of like toss you under the bus a little bit here. With um, we saw you did cards for the Cast Patrol boys. If you were to give us a little bit of a a grade 
based on you know physical specimenship <laughs> um what would you what would you grade up grade us like a little bit like a like a yarn grade a, a booze grade athletic ability and all maybe the pest ship is the biggest pest ship is the is the biggest one we love we love I, guess I can pull up the cast patrol cars and we can go off the ratings that okay yeah. they're yeah. sort of yeah, the same categories i gave them yeah perfect now, i was supposed to say the, these cast cards um the <laughs> the, all the ratings were predetermined. I didn't have much influence over them. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, um, we, always, we always let the chefs cook. So yeah, you do let the chefs cook, mate. Yeah. Well, so the first one was pace. Yeah. Now I, I haven't seen any of you boys run, so I think that have to go off the eye test. Yeah, go off the eye <laughs> test. Right? Do, do a little salt, mate. If you've got yeah. to throw a little bit of extra salt on there, you do what you got to do. Chefs cook. Hmm. Yeah, that's tough, Matt. I probably have to go. I want to say high 80s. High 80s. Ooh, I'll take that. Look, he's, pretty, my, he's pretty quick. My 80-year-old knees, I will take that. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well documented on the show. I've had a few knee reconstructions, but, I mean, I, I still got a little bit about me, I think. Um, <clears throat> oh, Jesus. Uh, I'll, I'll do one card at a time, I reckon. Yeah, uh, that's good. Uh, I'm just pulling up the cards again. Next one was uh, oh, they have sexiness slash hotness. I, th- I think I – think- the other boys have to give you that rating. That that can't be just on me. We got it. That's a team effort. That's a team effort. That's a team effort. Well, come on, go on then, Lock. What's your uh? Give me a give me a section of slash rating. Don't take the mu- take the muscles into account, my guy. Come on. Look, is it is it too on the nose to go sixty nine? Is that oh. too <laughs> is that too full on? Is that? I love it. Maybe we have to give each other a sixty nine. <laughs> Keep it square. Yeah. But what about the rating? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I rate that. That's so good. That's so um, good. yeah. Then they've got yarn, so you know, spinning yep. the yarn. I'd, I'd throw, you know, casting into that or yep. just a, a podcasting. Yep. Uh, I, I'd say you, all, all you guys are, would be up there in the nineties. Yeah, oh, love that. Love that. Love a ninety. Love a ninety rating. I mean, That's it's a great true. listen. Yeah, I've, I've enjoyed that. it since finding, uh, since stumbling upon it. Oh, I appreciate yeah, that. We're, we're trying much. to hit that very, very small niche of N- Australian NBA fans and NRL fans. Oh, that, that's me to a T. Like, yeah. Those are my main two sports. Far and, that's and, exa- and that's exactly us too. That's why we started the show. We we know quite a few people like that too. And we're like, there's not really a show that kind of touches on both without doing all sports. Yeah. And that's how we got to here. And the, and the, way, the rate that it's growing in Western Sydney alone, um, you can't imagine like how quickly it's growing, like the love of both sports nationally so yeah if we can just hit that market happy days mm. yeah just imagine a rugby league live five out and that's a whole new market of uh, rugby league fans and oh. most of them would be nba fans as well these days yeah. like there's some there's some teenagers out there who rugby league live four came out when they were like a little kid yeah <laughs> like rugby league one to us and then yeah i was, I think I was 18 or 17 when rugby league live four came out yeah, yeah. right yeah it, fuck yeah it's they just need to update it. They need to update it far out. Um, all right. So where are we go? Are you going to Magic Round this year? Yeah, just got. Uh, I've been every. I live in Brisbane, so it's pretty pretty easy for me. And Love previously, it. I was living in the valley, so it was just around the corner, and easy to go at night out and back home. I'm living a bit further away now, but now I'll still be there. Yeah, yeah perfect. Yeah. Right, we, we'll, we, we'll bought our, we bought our tickets the other day. Good to go. We're doing a bit of a boys trip. So beautiful. Be good. Yeah, busy at the Caxon for sure. Yeah, Cax, oh, man, Cax gets a bit pumping. Like as good as it is, there's a, there's a quieter spots around that are. Uh, as much as I love the Caxon and wholeheartedly, yeah. I think there's better spots to go magic around. Well, I'll have to let the expert show us around then. Let the chef cook. <laughs> That's it. Let, let the, the chef tour. 
Yeah, if you, if you guys um, play Supercoach or follow Supercoach at all, there's generally a group with like uh, Catfish, who was a 2016 winner, and a few of those guys who run the podcast. We all go together on the Saturday, and we'll all meet up for beers beforehand. So I'll send you the, the invite for that. Lovely. Perfect. On the good. inside track. We love that. So it's well documented um, that you are a Dragons fan. Oh yeah. Who, who's your uh, who's your all time all time dragon? Uh Gaz for me. He yeah, was my yeah. childhood superhero. I love that. That's so fucking good. I, I was I was watching Fox Sports the other week. I think it was they're just doing the random offseason rugby league stuff, and they did all the games for each team that won a premiership each year. So like 2010 was all the Dragons games. Mm. And he was just a freak. Oh, mate, when he went to France, because I was only a little kid when he went to France, I was in tears. Yeah. When he came back, again, I was in tears. And then <laughs> I, I still watch that grand final every now yeah. and then. So good. Like, I, I don't think he gets enough credit where, like, at his peak, how damaging he was like, for, for a single player. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's it. In that massive Australian team in 2008 with all the stars, he was in the centres. He was next to Inglis and, yeah. you know, Thurston and whoever else. Like, yeah. He, he was that man. Yeah, exactly. And like just the absolute strike that they had on each side with Coops on the other side. I was going to say, what a goaded center pairing of Cooper and Gaznia. Just, you couldn't get any better, I don't think. No. Nah. Yeah, those were the days. I love reminiscing about those days because nowadays it's a bit tougher. I was going to say, it's a bit, yeah, it's a bit tough now. I mean, yeah. you got Ben Hunt to hang your hat on, but is the man worth uh, the 900K? Uh, I think he is, but that's because there's like, I, I've just released my. Um, my top 10 halfbacks, the final bit of it as just before this podcast started. And yeah, he, he's a top five halfback. And after the top seven, there's a massive drop off in quality. So yeah, I think you have to pray. You have to pay the uh, pretty penny for a top halfback. Yeah, I agree. I think there's, there's a top halfback tax, isn't there? No matter how good they are, they're always worth that little bit extra. Oh, absolutely. Every other position, there's decent quality all around. Like yeah. you can you can find quality in players that aren't in that top five bracket, but halfback, there's no other way to go. 100% and halfback's not even his best position. That's the craziest thing. Do you agree with that? Do you have him ranked higher as a hooker? Uh, I think – see, that's tough because his defense needs a lot of work. Like his uh, – I gave him, I think, a low – set. yeah, 73 defense on the, his full stat card and his defensive stats are pretty woeful. And he was defending on an edge, like not in the middle where his tackle percentage would be higher. Because he's yep. not getting the, you know, Dave for feeders and stuff. He's just getting general forward hit-ups where they don't generally break as many tackles. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think I'd like to see him uh, – I want to see multiple games, not just Origin, with him at hooker before making that decision. Because yeah. playing 40 minutes alongside some of the best players in the comp at hooker, that changes, you know, your ability a bit. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, at- with the utmost respect, we see what Caelan Ponga does on Origin level as well versus club level. So Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, if he played at hooker for the Dragons – would that really change much? Yeah. yeah. I think it, it definitely will add a few years to his career as well, though. If he, if he decides to make that transition and they just go with the young boys, go with mm. Sullivan and, and yeah. Amon, like they're just, yeah, I think they just need to go full on. How about all this Cody Ramsey news with all of his fucking, with all his illness? Oh, it's pretty awful, man. Like it's, it's dreadful, man. Such a nice young bloke. Yeah. We, um, before the year, we were kind of hesitant at him moving to fullback, but he blew us out of the water. He was yeah. one of those guys. Like, it was halfway through the season, we were like, yeah, that's on us. We were idiots for this one. Yeah. Uh, I was the same. Like, I was pretty all in on Tyrell Sloan. I thought he was, like, our next proper fullback. And when he – like, his defense, obviously, was woeful. Like, that was awful. Yeah. But I still wanted us to take the punt on him and keep playing him and for him to develop. And then when they moved Ramsey, I wasn't the biggest fan of it. But, yeah, like you guys, kind of 
but have humble pie and say, no, he was pretty outstanding. Yeah. Um, you know, considering the circumstances pie, I will the not team. accept is our, uh, is our Newcastle Knights take. I'm not, <laughs> yeah, I'm not, that's not happening. Uh, we, <laughs> we stick by that very yeah. wholeheartedly. My, my favorite Cody Ramsey moment is when he debuted and his mum was on the sideline spraying the ref. Yeah. Oh, it's that was, top quality. That's that was top. the best. And I, there was just something about him when that happened. I was like, yeah, this dude has it. Like, that's what mom's teaching him at home. Yeah, that's what he's grown up with. He, he's got a bit of dog in him. Yeah, yeah, that's, a, that's exactly it. That's a green flag for me. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of the race, recent player swaps? So, like, Marju, Randall, Hastings, Clemmer. How do you think, think they're reflective of their clubs? They're both kind of win-wins. Like, yeah. even if even if one club won slightly, it's still a win-win in both the crowds. Like, Knights, they're not winning anything. They, they'll finish. They would have come dead last last season without a halfback. Like, Adam Clinton's yeah. not taking them anywhere. Ponga at six with no fullback. Like, who are they going to play for? Kurt Mann or, you know, if they get Lockie Miller or something, Tessie New. Yeah. Just wasn't seeing it. Hastings is a solid. Like, he'll open up space for Ponga to play. Um, the four pack, as much as it hurts losing Clemmer because he's so, so good. Um, that, oh, that's a, he's a top 10 front rower for me, as yeah. shown by the ratings. But he, uh, they've still got the Saifidi boys there. As long as they can stay healthy, I think they'll do okay. Yeah, I think they um, just need to lift because they've both played Origin. That's it. They've both got quality in them. They just need to stay healthy. That's their yeah. big problem. And then they've got Matt Croker and stuff on the bench and um, and Leo Thompson. Like, they've got some good young bench guys who can, you know, fill a role there for 30 or so minutes on the field. It's all about health for them. But I know, I think their back line's really good. Best, Gagai, um, you know, bloody Dom Young and oh, we love yeah, Dom Marzu. Yeah, we love like, that's, a, that's a real solid now. back line. Yeah. Yeah, I um, I'm really keen to see if if Bailey Hodgson gets a run this year too, if he can stay healthy. He had a few injuries last year. Yeah, that's the young English bloke, right? Yeah, Ali, yeah. Um, Josh Hodgson's nephew. Yeah, but he's got big wraps on him, but he picked up a knee and a shoulder injury last year. So um, I've had a few um Super League fans who follow the page, and they've all messaged me, kind of asking questions and asking about Bailey Hodgson because he had big wraps on him coming out of England. It's like yeah. they all wanted him to stay over there, but yeah. I haven't really seen anything of him since he's been here. Yeah, this this might be his chance. If they're committed to Ponga at six, he might get some game time if he plays well, start the year. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah, just needs to stay healthy. Yeah. And any club that gives Greg Marju a decent run. Oh, we love Greg. We love Greg Marju. Just buried on that path. Is he gonna if he plays outside best, that is a huge edge. Oh, monument. Even if he plays outside Gagai, that's a fucking huge edge. edge. Like it's yeah. like, you know, Gagai's still oh, I can't see the moving Dom Young though. He's, no, I don't see yeah, that. I don't see that right wing. No, yeah. no way. The man, the, that's that's a huge edge. <laughs> Any edge with Dom Young is a huge edge. What do you think of them doing over at the Tigers? You know, they're getting a little bit older, but they're getting a little bit more experienced. Do you think it's just a like a concerted move to get some old heads in that locker room and just try and turn the club around? I think they really needed Clemmer. Like that four pack was solid before that move. Yeah. If I pull up that starting four pack now, like they've got Appy um, at Hooker. Then Clemo and probably I had Alex Twal as the other starter. Yeah. Uh, with Offengawi at lock. Uh, Sean Bloor on the left edge isn't amazing. That's probably their one weak point. But yeah. Isaiah Papali'i, I think he's firing, firing away the best second runner in the comp. Like he's such an underrated buy. I think they got him for 600K a year, like yeah. real early when he started to fire for the Eels. And that's such good value. Yeah. yeah, no wonder he tried to get out of that. I was going to say, I think he tried to get out of that for some money too. And even Stefano yeah. off the bench. Yeah, bro. Stefano uh, Pole as well. Like he's yeah. solid off the bench. Like they've got some good, they've got a really good forward pack there. Mm. Not a lot of depth after that, but 
I think, I think, you're, I think you are right about Bloor. I liked him at Penrith, but um, if they do go ahead and get Bateman, that pack is unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Bateman is still NRL quality. So he, he and George Williams were two of the standouts. For yeah, him. we saw that in the World Cup. It's mm. just they're just fucking unto themselves. They should both be back here playing. Yeah, they should be here playing for sure. Yeah, only issue with Tigers is their back line. Like, their back line's pretty yeah. shocking. Like, Nofa Mamala on the wing, they'll, they'll score tries, but they won't do... They, they won't do much work and they won't defend amazingly. And mm. I had Stafford Toa and Kapoa as the centres. Yeah, um, yeah. Brooks is, you know, this might help him out a lot, having this forward pack. He might be able to actually find some space to play because passes. No, nah, I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced. Fucking, I'm all out on Luke, Luke Brooks. <laughs> Send him to the Super League. I'm, I'm out we'll on him. Yeah. But, but I, mean, I really look- like Adam Dewey. I think he's so solid. I think he's real quality. I think he's just such a confidence player. He has to start mm. the season well. Yeah. But um, any yeah. any any guy like that that you can plug and play in like three or four different positions, like you know that the talent's there. You just need to lock him down and, and find exactly what you're going to get out of him. As you said, confidence plays. He's, he's a, got that know, dog in a him. A momentum too, guy. He's got that dog in him. Like he can put a game on his fucking back and just go. I, will, I am curious if the Forbes Ferrari gets a start though. Oh. Charlie Staines. The Fuso Ferrari. The Fuso Ferrari. <laughs> yeah, they're not re-signing Dane Laurie. Like they... Are refusing to give him a contract after his current one. I'm pretty yeah, sure that expires in 2023. Yeah, I don't know. I I think Staines has it in him. I'd want to see him play multiple games at mm. fullback. But Laurie as well. I don't know. He, uh, to me, he looked like he dipped off last year. I don't know. You've you've seen all the stats. How how did he look towards the end of the year? Uh, well, he broke his leg, mm. like quite, or broke his foot or something along those lines quite early. So he missed out on a, a fair chunk of the year, which definitely hurt him. Um, now he. I do want to see more from him. I think he has some ability behind him, but I think 19 games, two tries. And he's kind of known previously, before 2022, as a decent try scorer. Yeah, only two tries, nine try assists. Like, obviously, he's playing in that Tigers team that came dead last. But even that, if you're in fullback and you're getting a lot of, uh, like, he was getting a decent amount of ball too. Just wasn't doing much with it. Yeah, 100%. I mean... Any chance, any time that you go to the uh, Panthers Championship Parade and you're rocking around in a Panthers jersey, it's probably not <laughs> yeah, the best that thing was, to. Uh, that was pretty funny. I'm not gonna lie. That was after bad. a contract year. So, uh, I mean, I don't think there's anything bad with competition for sports, is there? No, nah, God no, God no. It's uh, it's yeah, it's good for the game. Mm. You know, you, you, the last thing you want to know be is too comfortable in your yeah. own seat because then you're not getting any better. All uh, right. Well, speaking about being too comfortable in your own seat, let's switch codes. I hear you're a Phoenix Suns man. Oh yeah, and oh, for people yeah. thinking that I've I've only just come on this now, nah, mate. I've I've been a Phoenix Suns fan since probably 2012, no. and oh. I had a full decade of absolute crap. Yeah, mm. look, that's like me and the Clippers. Uh, don't, <laughs> yeah. don't, don't worry about it. Every single time, because I work in a school, every single time I tell the tell the students I'm a Clippers fan, oh, so you're just a bandwagon, uh, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George. No, no, no. I was there in 09 when they drafted Blake Griffin. Don't even, don't. He <laughs> was there when they lost to Josh Smith and the Rockets. Yeah, I was, bro, I was crying in the back of the class in uni when uh, Josh Smith just turned into Tracy McGrady. Like, it just absolutely pumped us. It was unfortunate, very unfortunate. But, um... How do you how do you see the Suns faring this year? Like they're doing pretty well. Oh mate, preseason like my my predictions because one of my mates at work we um he, he's a massive NBA fan, massive Chicago Bull fans, played college in the US. He's pretty all about it. Ooh. He um yeah we we did our preseason predictions and we both had the Suns as about fourth or fifth in the West and and probably not going further than the second round. That was I was even saying first round. I really wasn't bigger than this year after everything that happened in the off season. I didn't 
I wasn't really backing Jundere Ayton. Only player I thought would really step up this year was Devin Booker and Mikael Bridges. Didn't know if that was going to be enough. Yeah. But God, it is. Yeah. Uh, like we were saying, we were saying on the on the pod earlier this week, Mikael Bridges is just like the ultimate third or fourth option. Like he just oh. he he has no ego. He's just out there to yeah. do the fucking grunt work, play defense. Um, and then you know he's his spot up threes are fucking unbelievable this year. He's hitting it like a high forty percent rating. Like it's just yeah. His main five stats, he's getting career highs in in all of them. Like, yeah, and, and he's taking this year. And you don't want to see injuries on people, but it like you know, it helps that Cam Johnson has gone down. He was that he was that shooter for them, and they yeah. had to find that extra person. And I mean, Chris Paul going down, a little bit of campaign action you're getting as well. Like it all it all kind of plays into each other, and it's good to see that you guys still have that next man up mentality, even with like the recent success and whatnot, getting to the finals, all that kind of stuff. Like it's good to see that dog is still there. Yeah, I'm just worried about what's going to happen with Aiton toward the end of the year, like. The January buyout, Mark, like the January buyout after he signed his extension, he could still get flipped. Uh, not if we're playing like this. Not if we're playing like this and he, and he wants to be there. That's, But that's my that's my thing. I don't you know think if he if wants they, to be you there. You think once a team's sold, it'll kind of be uh, new ownership, new everything, kind of let's new page, let's go? Possibly. I don't think the issue is with them, though. I think it's with him and Monty. I think mm. there's just such a disconnect there that, like, they still don't even really seem to talk to each other on the sidelines. Like... It's just, I mean, I I'm okay with them not talking to the sidelines if he's dropping 30 points in 20 years. <laughs> and and, and 30 and 14. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Isn't it? If you win, it's it's a cure-all. No one cares. Everyone can, like, Shaq and Kobe fucking hated each other for years, but they were winning, so who cared? It wasn't until you start losing, it starts to become a problem. But Yeah, exactly. absolutely. D-Book has been up. We, we were kind of down on, oh, well, I know I was, I can't remember. If I'm never down on D-Book, bro. I was a little bit D-book. down on the Suns for similar reasons to you, mate, where I thought, you know, Really tough way to finish the year. The offseason had a lot going on. Can they redo this? And they've come out. Chris Paul's 52 years old. Yeah. Like, that's oh, come yeah. out looking hot. Yeah, very hot. And it's and like doing it without the point guard. Yeah. yeah. That's the craziest thing. And that uh, nickname is being transferred to a man in Indiana right now, Tyrese Halliburton. <laughs> Far out. <laughs> oh, he's incredible. Him, him and SGA, they're just... They're yeah. taking over. SGA has been unbelievable. I love that dude. I bought stocks early on SGA when the man was drafted uh, number nine to the Clippers. I was uh, I was a very happy man, and then we let go of him for Paul George, and I was a less happy man. Uh, don't get me wrong, love me some PG, but SGA he's just got something about him. Like he just, and he's a he's a no nonsense, no complaints kind of guy. Like he could have thrown his fucking hands up at any point in the last couple of years and be like, nah, they're fucking sitting me. They're doing this, they're doing that, get me out of here. But nah, he's bought into the rebuild and. It's reaping the rewards now. Yeah, he'll probably be an all-star this year for sure. For sure. Well, that's a, they were debating on NBA TV or Inside NBA, one of those, that he uh, whether or not he should be an all-star starter, and everyone was agreeing with it. Who was it that called him? Uh, they called him a completely wrong name. Was yeah, it was, no, it was Chuck. It was Chuck. It was Chuck. Yeah. Right, he called him like uh, Shay Gregory Alec- or Alexander Gregory or something yeah, like just that. Just so dumb. <laughs> oh my god! But that's Chuck for you, right? Like that's yeah. it is what it is. But. Uh, yeah. Um, keeping in the Suns, though, what do you think of these uh, CP3 Kanye things going on on Twitter lately? You've been, um, you've been seeing that? Right, <laughs> it's so Michael. ridiculous. It's, <laughs> don't Just don't believe anything the man says. I, I'm not buying yeah. any of that. He, he, it took him two days to get re-suspended off Twitter. I know. That's true. I That's know. true. It's <laughs> fucking, it's tough. It's tough. For Elon to like bring back Trump and then resuspend Yay, like it's just, like, I think it's funny. Something's going on. I think it's funny, right? Because regardless of whatever, if if somehow it is true, CP3's got the easiest out, right? It's, right? He's like, don't believe anything Kanye says. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's safe. He's safe. Yeah. He's you safe. can't say <laughs> this, man. <laughs> 
I'm all about it. On and off the court, man. On and off the court. That's what he does. Lovely. All right. Well, I think that's pretty well uh, us running our natural course, my friend. We do have some end of the pod guest questions that I was actually uh, efficient and I passed them on to the guests. I was (laughs) was all about it. Um, So if you're happy to stick around for those, I would love to ask them of you. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Easy. So a book, podcast, movie, or album that has changed your life, my friend. Oh, I'm going to say a podcast. Um, this this might even be. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, possibly. We'll, yeah. We'll... <laughs> no, it, is, it is a footy related one. It's the Supercoach Talk podcast, NRL SC yep. Talk. I don't know if you guys have heard of the site, but they, uh, in 2021, I was doing pretty well on Supercoach and they asked me to come on as a guest. And that was my first time ever doing a podcast. Yep. Um, and then last year, I was a guest on a few times. I was writing for them on their website every week, uh, their buy, sell, hold article. And this year, well, 2023, I'm, uh, I'm going to be on it most weeks. So that actually oh, got me into this whole scene and podcasting. And I, I don't even know if this would ever be a page even without that. Oh, well, shout out to them. How yeah, fucking big good. shout outs. I mean, that's the beauty. Of how Like the internet has opened up so much stuff for people, hasn't it? Like anyone who's got an idea or something to share can get out there and share it. Well, even us, we thought about doing this a few years ago, but COVID really was like the catalyst for us because we just couldn't talk shit at a pub. So we thought, why not put it on Spotify, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We just have more people telling us we're wrong now. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Look, if you could play, and and we'll do both sports for you because you're a fan of both sports, but we ask, uh, if you could play football or basketball with anybody dead or alive, who would it be and why? For basketball, I've got to say MJ. Yeah. Uh, For me... And this is, I know this is recency bias because I never got to see MJ really, but mm. LeBron's my goat. Yeah. But just, I, I want to be able to see what other people have seen, like to play yeah. with MJ or just, I just want to, I want to see it with my own eyes. 100%. I've watched all the videos. I've watched every, I've watched full games of his back in the day, but I just want to see it like everyone else has. Mm. Yeah, I think mm. it'll be different to be watching it live and just be like, this guy's doing this out here. That like poetry emotion, yeah. man. The black cat just getting out doing what he's doing. Like it's just, yeah. it's just crazy. Um, now, for, for footy, is this, is this a 1v1 or is this playing on the same team? No, nah, playing on the you same, can do same team. same team, yeah. yeah. Same, same, same team. team. I'm probably saying Joey Jones. Yeah. Uh, we get a few Joey Jones. Joey's got a yeah, good that's, record on this. And, and again, that's kind of the same as like uh, I've seen Gaz play for most of my life. I've seen all these guys like JT, all them play, Billy Slater, but I never really saw Joey because I was, I was born in 99. Yeah. So that was around the time when he was at his best. I never really got to see him. So to see, it's kind of similar to MJ. Like, I want to see it with my own eyes. He gives yeah. powers. I will say it is. I, I really like going back and watching the old games. I mean, the NRL website has a few old games. Yeah. And that's always good watching them. I and mean, all the old origins too. Yeah. It's always good. And then, like, obviously, like, the we all know how good Joey is, but how he, like, constantly stays in the narrative and constantly stays around, like, the greats of the game, mm. the Langers, the, mm. you know, even now, the, you know, the Thurston's, the Clearies, all that kind of stuff. People just go... Yeah, but you should have seen Joey do it. Yeah. Like you should have yeah, seen it. That, should have seen the way that Joey that. did it. And I was like, well, I wish I could. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that would have been great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Born a little too, born a little too late. Um, last one for the pod, my friend. Then we'll let you go. Let you enjoy your weekend. Uh, what's your favorite mum dish? You know, when when mumsy's around, what's the one that she's cooking? Yeah. See, I the day you sent me these questions, I was having dinner with the fam. Yeah. Um, when we were originally supposed to do the recording, then there were some IT issues. But I I, I, talk, I spoke to mum and dad about this, and 
throughout the conversation, mum was saying, like, it all kind of came out that back in the day because mum's real and she's been on a health kick for a few years now and she yep. used to hide like beetroot and stuff and chocolate cakes. So now I'm ruling out every mum dish out of, <laughs> out of pure hate. Um, she, she's vetoed. It. So favourite dad dish would just be classic chicken schnitzel, mashed potato, veggies, yep. gravy. Yeah, that's my. That's pretty much my um, my kind of not the death the last row uh, last meal. Yeah, <laughs> the death row meal. I like the death that. row meal. That's it. Yeah, that's yeah, that's I my answer. The dad pub feed. How good? <sighs> yeah, essentially, that was always my my go to. That's that's. Far and away the best. Yeah, my, my dad's a butcher, so he always knew his way around meats. So any <laughs> anything that he like would throw together when it, when we came home and he was cooking, I was like, "Yep, it's going to be." I was going to say, with, with dads, it's more about like quality rather than quantity. I think yeah. like, mums know all the dishes; they can cook up whatever. Dads only have a couple they can do, but they do it well. Yeah, they do it well. That's, yeah, Why dad not? would have a rotation of maybe six or five or six dishes, and they were just consistent, always the same. Yeah. Like, you know, you know what you're getting into and I'm all about that. Mum was a new dish every time and now I'm finding out all these things. <laughs> she, she, she got me. Zucchinis and everything. She got me. <laughs> How good. Yeah. How good. All right. Well, really appreciate it. Thank you very much, Mr. Alex, the man from Rugby League Live 5 Instagram page. We really appreciate it. Anything you want to, uh, anything you want to plug before the end of the podcast? Um, no, just, just you know, check out on the page. We've got some fun things coming. Um, there might be... I'm kind of working alongside another rugby league page as well for some possible 2023 content. Um, so keep an eye out for that. Hopefully we're announcing something soon. And also the NRL Supercoach Talk. I'll be writing for them every week next year. If you guys aren't involved in Supercoach, it's really good. You can get onto that. And you know, I'm happy to jump on to help you guys out at the start of the season. We do yes, need to help sometimes. Need to help. I, yeah. Think, yeah. I think Supercoach is something that, you know, we'll start to dabble in over the next couple of years. It's just yeah. it's too many numbers. You know, we're we're a draft family over here. We love, <laughs> we love doing well, the Maybe a fifth and dribble Supercoach draft. Yeah, yeah, all about I'm, it. I'll be all about that. I can run you guys through a kind of a tutorial beforehand yeah. and let you know which players and who to pick and stuff like that. Done. We've got a big off-season coming up, so um, we'll get that and we'll get the punters around it and we'll uh, we'll start a little group, I reckon. Yeah, for sure. Perfect. Thanks again. Guys, you know where you can find us on all the Twitters, all the Instagrams, all that shit. Praise be under the cover as always. Uh, the doc guy, the socials guy, and the Sherpa. Praise be our men. Thank you for joining us on this bonus episode and we will see you on the Tuesday show. See you then, guys.